Welcome to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence Podcast. This is a place for creating the self-confidence you need to create the life, marriage, and body of your dreams. If you want to stop struggling with your weight, bring more romance to your marriage, more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Sherry Brazier. I'm a mother to four boys, a wife, a self-proclaimed professional dieter, and certified confidence life coach. Let's go. Well, hello there, my friends. Welcome to episode number 12. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today. We are hanging out today. Uh, Me and my pup, he's laying on my feet. The kids are in school, like they're actually gone to school. Thank goodness my kids get to do in-person school. There was a couple of COVID cases in the school, in one of the schools yesterday in the district, and they closed that particular school, but my kids' school did not close. So I'm grateful for that. My kids are are at school. And I got to tell you, they are like different kids. They, I don't think they're conscious of how they how much happier they are now that they're like going to school and getting to be out and be with their friends and just have a routine and do something besides just sit around and be bored all day and, you know, whatever. They just are happier. It just feels like the vibe in our house is so much better and we are loving it. It's been really, really good. I am I guess I'm kind of a scheduled person, but I kind of have a hard time staying to a schedule. Like I don't feel like I'm, you know, spontaneous enough or whatever. And so I like to kind of, you know, fly by the seat of my pants, I guess. But I realized through this whole COVID and quarantine and all the things that, that my brain actually really does like a schedule. And I think that it's because your brain likes to be informed. Your brain likes to know what's going to happen. And so I think that's why so many of us are struggling right now with this whole COVID thing, because we just don't have anything that we can count on that we know for sure. There's been everything that we ever knew about anything has been topsy-turvied on its head and we don't know what to expect. And our brains are just like, they're going into the cave, like it's time to hide, right? So anyway, we are uh, loving the weather right now where we live is really good. And I mean, I would prefer it to be warmer, but I'm a warm weather girl, but it's really pretty outside and it's warm out on the deck. I just got, came in from sitting out on the deck and warming up. And um, anyway, we're doing good over here in this part of Idaho. And I hope that you guys are doing well as well. And I hope that your families are healthy and you're starting to um, figure this life out. So let's get into today's podcast episode. It is dealing with your past. So last week we talked about belief and where belief comes from and that belief is just a thought that you keep thinking. You create your own belief by what you think and how your thoughts are. So the interesting thing is we have, we've all been taught certain beliefs by our parents, our teachers, school, 
religions, siblings, media, friends, etc. Like all the things around us, all the people that we that are that we surround ourselves with. And we have the opportunity to explore those beliefs and decide if they serve us or not. So last week, I encouraged you to get the free guide, Believing New Things, to help you get started thinking on purpose. And if you didn't get that guide, um, that's okay. You can get it at my website, sherrybrazier.com forward slash believing dash new dash things dash freebie. And there's a link in the show notes of this episode too. If you want to go to the show notes, you can find the link there that will take you right there. And in that guide, we start by deciding something new to believe. And some of my clients have a hard time coming up with a new belief. They look at their past to find something that they want to change. And that's fine if you want to do that. Nothing's wrong with that. But the thing that has been the most mind-blowing for me doing this work on myself is finding something I want to believe that I don't have any evidence to or that I really have no business believing. Something that is completely brand new. I've never created anything like it in the past. It's, it's a completely new thing. And the reason that I love this is because it really got me to be conscious of my current beliefs about myself and what I could have and what I could create. And the awareness of the things I believed was actually kind of nuts. Some of the stuff I came up with was so wild, just off the wall kind of crazy stuff. And some of it, and most of that was like what I believed about myself. That was what most of the crazy stuff that I just wasn't aware that I believed about myself and that I kind of was like, oh, so that's actually optional. I don't have to think that. It was kind of crazy. So some of the things that I believe I was totally aware of, like it's beliefs that I have and and that I've created over the years and and I and I want to keep those. But some of the beliefs I don't love and I didn't necessarily believe them on purpose. And it's beliefs that I don't really want to keep around, but until I did this work I didn't know that it was an option to drop. I thought that it was just the way that it was. Like I heard um this morning that one of my mentors said it's like you're just you're just finding out that about yourself. Like you're just finding it out instead of realizing that you actually created that in your mind. You're kind of like, oh, well, I just found this out. Like someone's reporting the news, right? So what we currently believe is based on our past. And your past is just that. It's past. It's over. It's already happened. You can't change it. But you can change the way that you think about it. So many of us think we are burdened by our past. How many of you have heard that or feel that way yourself? You're burdened by your past and that we can't do anything about that. It's just the truth. And we carry around such heavy burdens from the past. The story of your past might be a sad one. It might be a painful one. It might be a happy one too. But it's all just a story. It's your own interpretation of the events that happened in the past. 
The past only exists in our mind. The way that you think about the past is creating the feelings that you have now. You can rewrite the past in how you think about it, what it meant to you, and how it's affecting you now. I'm not implying that things didn't happen in your past. They certainly did. What I'm offering is that how you think about those past events now creates the feelings that you are experiencing right now. And what's super fun is to look at your past with a different perspective and look at it as if it were perfect. It happened exactly how it was supposed to. And there were no mistakes, just opportunities for learning and preparation. So when I learned about your past, it really just kind of blew my mind. And that phrase that it happened exactly the way it was supposed to and that there were no mistakes, just opportunities for me to learn and prepare, that kind of blew my mind because Really, if you think about it, you can't go back and change anything that's already happened. All you can do is change the future. Well, how are you going to change the future? How are you going to know that you want to change the future? Because of what you learned in the past, and it's giving you a different perspective for the future, right? So it's just learning opportunities and an opportunity for you to prepare for the future. And I I just think that that is mind-blowing. You get to choose how you want to think about the past. So there could be some terrible thing that happened in the past and you may not want to think that it's awesome, that that thing that happened is awesome, but you do have the opportunity to decide how you want to go forward if you want to use that experience and turn it into something that taught you a learning experience that now you can do good in the world because of that experience that you had. So it doesn't change the experience that it happened and it doesn't even have to change what you think about this, the situation that it was good or bad. But what you can do is you can think about it as a learning opportunity. And what did I learn from that? How can I go forward and um, bless someone's life because of what I learned in this experience in my past, right? You can choose something that empowers you and makes you feel stronger or whether it's something that diminishes you and makes you feel victimized. Most people go to the past to get evidence that they can do things or evidence that they can't do things. If they haven't been able to do it before, then they won't be able to do it now. This is what I refer to as being past focused. When you're focused on the past, what you were able to do or create in the past predicts or proves what you can do in the future. You go to the past for answers to your questions when you're past focus. So when I ask you to think of something new to believe, most of you went to your past to find something. If you always go to your past for the answers, you'll always be creating your past. Because if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you always got, right? Weren't you taught that when you were kids? Maybe it was just me. But just like a fish in water, it's difficult to recognize the water. Like fish don't know that they live in water. It takes the skill of becoming the watcher. You have to watch your brain think. And you have to watch your brain think very carefully. You will look out into the world and 
think that you're observing the world factually, but really you're constantly making judgments about the world based on what you've learned and believed in your past. You will think, it's a beautiful day. You won't think anything of that sentence. You'll just think, you're simply viewing the world objectively. This is also true when you think, he's being rude or she's mean. You have to become aware of what you believe. You have to become aware of what you're thinking. So each thought needs to be evaluated if you want to change what you believe. This is especially true when you're changing thoughts and beliefs about yourself. If you find yourself thinking thoughts like, I'm just this kind of a person. I just can't do that. I'm not good at this. I've always had a hard time with XYZ. These thoughts will go right under your awareness if you don't pay attention. These are such deeply ingrained beliefs that you don't even realize they're beliefs. I can't tell you how many times my clients come to me and they're like, I'm just not confident. I never have been. And I'm like, well, didn't you come to me to learn how to be more confident? Don't you think that that can change? And they just report it like I've never been confident. It's just not something that I have ever done. I'm just not a confident person. You especially want to get a hold of any negative beliefs. Negative feelings will be the indicators that you're thinking a negative thought. This is why paying attention to your feelings is so important. You will think that the feeling is coming from the world because you have so often made that conclusion, but your feelings are always coming from your thinking. So pay close attention to thoughts like, I don't like, enter whatever it is you don't like. I don't want, that won't work. I've never done it, so it's their fault. She did this to me. Any version of those are their thoughts that'll make you feel disempowered and it'll block any new beliefs from coming to you. This is tedious work, you guys, but once you start being aware, your mind will open up to how much control you actually have about what you think. I remember the first belief I tried to change. I can't do that. When I became aware of what my beliefs were with this one one day, it always took first place. Whenever I do the work of what are my beliefs, this one is always front and center. Make a meal for the week? I can't do that. Stay within my budget? I can't do that. Keep my house tidy? I can't do that. Do my gospel study every day? I can't do that. Stay on my diet for more than a week? I can't do that. Reach out to a friend who's grieving? I can't do that. It was everywhere. I was constantly telling myself I couldn't do that. It didn't matter what that was. I couldn't do it. And the excuses I let myself believe made me embarrassed and sad. I decided that every time I caught myself thinking, I can't do that, I would immediately answer myself with, I could if I wanted to. Do I want to? Isn't that crazy? It's been an amazing experience. Whenever I catch myself saying, I can't do that, or I don't want to do that, or whatever, I just tell myself, actually, I could if I wanted to. Do I want to? And I ask myself what I actually really want. Most of the time, 
the answer is yes, I wanted to. But if I tried and it didn't work, or I failed in some way, then I'd feel terrible. So by saying I can't do that, I was just ensuring that I wouldn't feel terrible if I failed. I'd just feel like the victim now instead. Hmm. That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? (laughs) It didn't to me either. I don't want to be the victim. That actually doesn't feel very good either, right? No one likes that. So after I made this realization to myself, I decided to catch that belief as much as I could and find out what things I actually wanted to do that I told myself I couldn't, and I started a list. So I caught myself saying, I can't do that. And I would say, actually, I could if I wanted to. Do I want to? Do I actually want to do that thing? Hmm. I kind of do want to do that thing, but it kind of scares me. What if I fail? So I would just catch that and I would just put it in a note that I want to do play the piano. I want to learn how to play the piano, whatever. And I had all the excuses, but I just decided I was not going to worry about the excuses. I wasn't going to give that any airtime. I was just going to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. There's no harm in that, right? So very slowly, I started to do those things. I wasn't very good at it at first, but I just, like anything that you start doing, you just, that you've never done before, the more you practice it, the better you get. And I look back at my past now, and I'm really proud of myself. I've learned how to do a lot of things. Well, this podcast is one of them. It's one of the latest things that I said I can't do that too. And I caught myself and said, well, I could if I wanted to. Do I want to? And here we are. I did a podcast and you're listening to it. So what are you believing about your past? Did you know that is optional? So what do you want to believe instead? That is your new sentence to believe. Whatever that is, that's your new sentence to believe. So that's what you want to do with this worksheet, this guide that I've given you for free. You're going to want to figure out what your thoughts are, what is actually rattling around in your brain, and then do you like it or not? Do you want to keep it or do you want to toss it? And then what do you want to believe? Like, is there something that you want to believe? Or what do you want to try to do? What do you want to try to become? What do you want to try to learn? Any of those things go. Any of those things will work. The goal that I have is something that I'm giving myself a year to accomplish. And so it's kind of a farther out goal. But I've got to work on it every single day so that I can get myself to the place that actually creates that goal. And so I'm working every day to believe new things. And the thing, the reason why this is important, like you'll say, well, why is this even important? Like this is kind of woo woo stuff. And you know, your thoughts create your feelings is kind of woo woo. But let me tell you why it matters. Because when you can believe something that really makes you feel something inside, Like it makes you feel that burn and that excitement and maybe courage or maybe um, passion, desire. We need to be able to sit with that belief and feel that belief in our bodies because 
Your feelings create your actions. And how you feel is the way you show up in the world. So if I were to ask you, this will probably be a podcast episode coming up. What are the three main emotions that you have felt in the last week? Like if you could name three, pick three emotions that you felt in the last week. And the main emotions, like I'm not talking about like, you know, well, yesterday this really fun thing happened. And so I felt happy for a few minutes, but most of the time I just feel overwhelmed. You want to write down overwhelmed because most of the time you feel overwhelmed or anxiety or whatever. What are the three things that you have felt the most over the last week? Well, those three emotions have created the way that you showed up the last week in your life. Those emotions are what drives your actions. And where do, where do feelings come from? The thoughts in our head. So a lot of times it's easier to catch on to the feeling first. And like I said earlier, the feelings are indicators of what's going on in your mind, what your thoughts are. However you feel is a good indicator of what thoughts are going on in your mind. Sometimes it's hard to grab thoughts. And so with my clients, they'll, they'll be like, I don't know what I'm thinking. Like I've, you know, nothing is in my head. I'm not thinking anything. Sometimes it's just blank. And when I ask them, what do you feel? How do you feel? What's the emotion that you're feeling right now? Then they can grab that. They can say, well, I feel sad or I feel angry or I feel frustrated. I just feel overwhelmed. Then I ask them why. And then, then you can access your thoughts. Then you can access what's going on in your mind. And so it's a lot easier to grab your feelings. So you might do this work and you might decide what you believe, write down what your beliefs are. And you're coming up, you want to try to come up with something new to think. And you're like, I don't really know. Start with a feeling. What do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in your life every day? Or you have something coming up. How do you want to feel for that particular event? You want to feel confident. You want to feel peaceful. You want to feel happy or joyful or whatever. What are you going to need to think to feel that way? And that is belief. That is fostering and starting belief. And it's also starting confidence, depending on how you're, if you're doing it about yourself, right? So go get the starter guide at my website, go to the link in the show notes and start believing something new right now. If you have any questions about any of the work that we're doing here, or if you just have any questions about what I've taught you here about your past, I find that this is kind of a mind blowing experience to think about your past in a different way than what you've already decided. And so there's lots of questions. And so if you have questions, let me know. And that's what I have for you today. And I hope that you will uh, find me on social media. I'm at Bold and Vibrant on Facebook right now. I'm in the process of changing that to Sherry Brazier Coaching. So watch for that change. And then I'm at Sherry Brazier at um, Instagram. My handle on Instagram is just Sherry Brazier. So if you want to follow me over there on those two places, you can. And then I will be back here next week for another episode. And we're going to talk about your future next week. So today we talked about the past. We talked about belief. We're going to talk about your future and how you can create a future and how you can create something in your future that you don't have evidence for in the past, aka my current believing new things statement is something I've never created before. 
And I honestly have no business thinking I can create it now, but I'm going to. And it is a really, really awesome experience that I'm having. So, all right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. Go start believing new things and creating the life that you actually want. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence podcast. I invite you to learn more. I created a free starter guide for you. Four steps to start believing the impossible and creating the life of your dreams. Why do you need this guide? Well, in this guide, you will learn the four-step process I use to start believing new things, how to decide what you want to think on purpose, and ditch the things you don't. You will learn the skill of creating thoughts intentionally and believing things you don't yet believe to achieve your highest desires. Visit SherryBrazier.com today to get your free guide now.